I'm over here now. Pardon the interruption, no need for introduction. It's the drunken monk. Turn this shit up a little, son. My bucket up in smoke, sipping Bacardi till I'm giving my car keys to Jimmy Ferrari. And we out, about to go jump in a mosh pit full of hundreds of hot chicks saying something obnoxious like, I gotta put my foot in your ass permit. When I'm done, I'll cook you in a Brooklyn blast furnace. After a bunch of little venue changes, <laughs> we finally settled in. Mm-hmm. Episode 129 of the Brooklyn Blast Furnace Podcast with Ed and Hugo from Locked Inside. There you go, New York Hardcore Street New York Edge. City Street Edge, my friend. Okay, now that we're settled in, you, yeah. good, you good now? Good. Hugo Fitz? My rage is. It's cooled. Yes, you got a little, you got a little, you got a little aggravated there. Said, a little bit, a little bit. They, they got a little out of order themselves. So. Yeah. They got a little out of order themselves. Nah, 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 nah. I insulted them a little bit. You can't, you can't throw a Goodfellas reference and expect me not to grab. Jimmy Ferrari likes Goodfellas. I'm shocked, dude. As a matter of fact, what's funny that you just said that is that I just came from the Chiller Convention where we'll get into it. I spoke to Drew, and you're going to be doing one of the Drew Drew shows. Yeah, but Drew is awesome. Drew Stone, I'd run into him at Chiller. When he was there with Michael Alago. I don't know if you know who Michael Alago is. He, mm-hmm. he signed Metallica. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so. He did the documentary. He did yeah. the documentary yeah. on him. So, yeah, they were all together. And uh, what was my whole point? You said something. Oh, Goodfellas. Yeah. So, right, it was like, like half the day, like, first of all, there was a bomb scare. Oh, shit. There's a bomb scare and chill. I think they do that every year. Yeah, two years. I think it's like, I think it's like convention promoter beef. Uh-huh. Or yeah. like there's like a disgruntled employee or vendor. I think it's the 300th person in line for Elvira's autograph. Yeah. Pulls in the bomb scare and then they get third <laughs> Right. And line. you know what's crazy is that she doesn't even do the whole costume gimmick anymore. So it's like her. It doesn't even look like Elvira. I don't know. It could be like some, you know, some idiot off the street. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <coughs> she's like a big animal rights person, right? Like, I have no idea. She's vegan and everything. Maybe. Kind of cool, yeah. So then, so <clears throat> you mentioned Goodfellas and who I was hanging out with like half the day right before the whole shit show happened. I'm, I'm walking to the truck with my daughter to put stuff in the truck, and my girl hits me up and says, yo, there's something going on with security in here. So as I'm reading it, I'm telling my daughter, and I just so happen to be walking past Chris Cerrone, who played young Henry Hill in Goodfellas. Oh, right. right hey, Mike, right. like, you see my shoes? Aren't they great? <laughs> that guy. Look like a gangster. Right. So he's right there smoking a cigarette. So right. he looks at me as I'm saying this, and he, and he talk, starts talking to me. He's like... He's like, yo, there's something going on inside? I'm like, yeah. So as far as I know, he's like, yo, let's go check it out. <laughs> so it's like me and him and my daughter are walking in. He's like, yo, we're going into the shit show. That's what yeah, people like yeah. us do. Right. He's like, yeah, I'm Chris. I'm like, I know who you are. I'm Jimmy, blah, blah, blah. And then right from there, we just started bullshitting. We were like hanging out half the day. That's nice. Awesome. Yeah, That's so that's so funny awesome. that you brought up a Goodfellas reference, and this happened 48 hours ago. Yeah, my wow. nephew's name is Henry. I always call him Henry. Now, you, of course you got to call him Henry. 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 Yeah. going to be working together. Right. You know? Yeah. That's Henry got pitched. Way. You know what's awesome yeah. is that. Is that like people, you know, they they saw regular eight by ten autographs, but Chris, it's I think it's brilliant. I went to his table and I started laughing because he has empty cartons of Paul Mall and fucking Lucky Strike oh, cigarettes that you could have an option to have him sign yeah. those. Yeah. Dude, he oh. also has belts. 
that he'll sign because every every now and then yeah, somebody yeah, takes a beating. Yeah. Yeah. He has aprons. I wasted eight fucking aprons on this guy. He has aprons to sign. I Bro, love the cigarettes of the cop. I complained, but who would listen? All right, but who would listen? <laughs> right, uh, awesome. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Wow. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah, I love all that shit. Yeah, you were saying that you're a horror guy and so on. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I actually had a little, uh, cute little incident over at Chiller uh, a couple years ago trying to get John Carpenter's autograph. Was that at Chiller or Monster Mania? Monster Mania is that correct. Monster yeah, Mania, because I, I was there and it was a shit show that It time. was a shit show. Long story short, they cleaned it up since then. They learned a lot from that. Never don't talk about it. It's a fucking nightmare. No, man. they changed it all. They know that they fucked up that day. Yeah. It was bad. It was a nightmare. It's complete. They, they whatever they did, they they fixed that overcrowded oh issue. Oh my god. They it was, did. It was a misery. Long story short, my friend Tim uh, and I both bought passes from some people who were disappointed that somebody they wanted to see wasn't actually there. Some girl was crying. We bought their pass. We used it to go see John Carpenter. We're about five feet away from John Carpenter's security guard comes over and grabs us. We've been waiting for over an hour, but yeah. because of these passes, we're way in front of everybody. We got taken with a group to get right next to John Carpenter. Security guard grabs us by the arms and says, you guys gotta go. That pass is no good here. I was like, what are you fucking talking about? We've been waiting for an hour. Where'd you get that pass? Well, you know, we had a funny little incident with some people. They couldn't see the person they wanted to see. We got their pass. He said, you can't do that. You can't transfer. Long story short, if it's not too late, I said, we're not going anywhere. Right. I said, I'm a guy from California. I flew in from California for this. <laughs> this is my friend. He came with me. We're not going anywhere. And it was basically, I thought it was going to come down to an altercation. And looking at me, you know that's not a scary thought. But I said, John Carpenter is five feet away. I am not fucking walking away from this. Right. <clears throat> so, Did he let you stay? Guy lets me stay. because you're not even worth it. I go, you're damn right I'm not worth it. There you it. go. <laughs> so we get up to the thing. I don't want to talk about Chiller the whole time, but you can no, edit it out. No, that's fine. No, I'm not editing <clears throat> nothing. So whatever you say is staying, so be careful. I had oh. bought... Oh, is that this true? guy over here? Oh, that's true. <laughs> Have I flown it already? No. No, no, no. All right, go ahead. So, uh... Go ahead. He's I had bought it already. <laughs> I like this guy. A vintage Christine soundtrack. Okay. Now, John Carpenter didn't write that, but I figured close enough, we'll get John Carpenter to sign the Christine thing. I get up to see John Carpenter completely starstruck, right? So I say to him, I'm like... You had a fanboy moment? Oh, totally. It's fucking John Carpenter. I, I get it. So I, I say to John Carpenter, you gotta, could, could you, do, do you think you could write something from the movie on here? And he's been doing this all day. I'm like, from the movie? What do you want me to write on here? Uh, tell me what to write and I'll write it. I'll sign your record. And uh, Tim, the kid I'm with, he goes, what about you can't polish a toad? <laughs> yeah. And John Carpenter, can't polish a toad? All right. You can't polish a toad. Right across my fucking Christine record. Awesome. Signs his name. I, I wanted to cry because he won my record. That's but now awesome. my Christine record says you can't polish a toad. There you go. So there you go. A toad. <laughs> That's my uh, chiller story. Hugo, what do you right. go by? Hugo? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. People yep. don't get crafty and call you Fitzy. No, <laughs> since about third grade. Yeah, yeah, that's an old one. That's an old one. Uh, yeah, you call me Jimmy Lambigini like yeah. I never heard it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's. It's been a while since I heard that one. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 I've gotten you go fuck yourself. <laughs> of course. Every. <laughs> so I've been introduced to Stigma like four times. I used to play in a band with Mike Gallo. Okay. Um, I had and, Mike Gallo. Every. Okay, Every time I meet Stigma, he goes, oh, this, this is Hugo. Remember Hugo? He's like, Hugo, Hugo, fuck yourself. Yeah, Every single time, like clockwork. Isn't that great that Stigma's one of my favorite people? That He's no, consistent. No matter what, he how many interactions constantly on the road all over the world, mm -hmm. how many people, he talks to everybody, and he'll yeah, still absolutely. remember your name. Oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. 
Stigma is a one-of-a-kind guy. Yep, that's a real deal. Best. Yeah, I love him. The best. I love him. Yeah, Stigma's a great dude. So now, last few days, I've been listening to your, to your, your, your band Camp EP deal. Mm-hmm. So now, I don't have questions. I'm not Barbara Walters. I'm not, <laughs> it's not a question and answer period. Nope. I'm not interrogating you. We're yeah. bullshit. Yeah. I don't know who wants to go first. Fight amongst yourselves. Tell me, like... Or not even just me, everyone who's listening. How you came up, what you were listening to in the house, like what got you into this shit show known as hardcore, your influences, like all that shit. And there's no, there's no map. You can go mm-hmm. off the rails because I constantly go off the rails. Mm-hmm. So I just told a twenty minute chiller story. So yeah, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> there are no rails here. Right? No, there's no <laughs> rails. So it's completely free form. Let's talk fucking hardcore music, straight edge bands, influences, all that shit. By the way, your band is dope. Oh, thank you. Thank man. you. Absolutely, and I'm not just saying that because you're here. I'm appreciate not just it. saying oh, that. I appreciate it, man. Because if I didn't like your band, I just wouldn't say anything about it. I wouldn't yeah. say that you stink, but yeah, yeah, I wouldn't say anything about it. Well, but I'm going to start in the present. Let's because the present, to me, is interesting right now. Because this is an interesting moment. Okay. You know, the floor is yours. When I was a kid getting into Straight Edge and everything, like a 13-year-old kid, 1987, calling myself Straight Edge, putting X's on my hands, I didn't think when I said, I am true till death. Did you, the, just, did you just say 1997? 87. 87. I'm just making sure. He did say 87. Hold on, old man. I was jaded by 97. Yes, by 97. Yeah, uh, I'm kidding. Um, you were using Just for Men by 97. Well, I should be. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you make it fun because listen, you have great you beard. It. I know. No, it's, it's, I'm not how old are you? I'm glad I have anything left at this point. How I'm old are you? Forty. Right, so On my fortieth birthday, I bought myself Rogaine. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the truth. I can't even. God hey. bless you. It's you know what? I'm not. I'm not. Uh, one you'll be, you'll be surprised quick. about the stories and the demons that people spew out when there's yeah, a yeah, microphone. This microphone is truth serum. It's yeah. bad. Let's just say for the record, Jimmy Ferrari's got great hair. Can we put that on? Uh, Thanks. It's, it's a. It's a. It's a thick head of hair. It's, it's like a, a pelt. Yeah. It is a pelt. It's a pelt. It's an appealing pelt. I've heard a mane. I heard. I heard that I have a quote unquote mint mane. I've heard a lot of things about my hair, and all I do it takes me three seconds. I go to a decent barber. And I put yeah. this much gel in it. And I take a comb and I brush it back and I run out the. God bless you. Thank it's you, a, sir. It's a little, uh, it's a health. It's a health. <laughs> I want to hang it up my wall. Like a little bit of an Eddie Munster. Yeah. Two of us. But mine better. might be worse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but anyway. All right, so what's so interesting about the present? What's interesting <laughs> about the yeah, present? Watch, when you listen back to it, uh-huh. Uh-huh. it's always a different experience. It's going to be awesome. By the way, I have a nasally voice usually and I have a cold now, so this is going to be real special stuff. But, and you're the singer. Yeah, mm, that's what they tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> age 47, still straight edge, never doubted it for a second, still doing a hardcore band. It's an interesting place to be when you look back and you say, wow, I really am doing this true till death thing. This, this is what true till death looks like. And so many of the people along the way who said that fell off, got into other things, and that's their choice. I don't sure. care. That's, that's, a whole, that's a whole different kit and caboodle. Yeah. But here I am doing a hardcore band at age 47, loving every second of it, but finding out that it's harder at this age. And I'm not talking mm-hmm. about the physicality of it. I'm talking about there are people out there who will specifically say, oh, that band? Those guys, those old guys, the, the McCurdy guy, the 47-year-old fucking guy, they can't play our show. Why would we let those old fuckers play our show? 
See, those promoters are assholes. Yeah, or even even kids in certain bands say, no, they can't play. They're too old. Like, no. I, I have always found this scene to be a place for... That goes against more. everything yeah. that every shit stands for. It's, yeah. like, it's like, who are you to say who can and cannot play, first of all? Yeah. Second of all, you're the young little new jack kid who's trying <laughs> right. to call shots. Mm. Exactly. Stop now, it. I'm not here to be I mean, a victim. I don't give a fuck. Right. You know what I mean? We'll book our own fucking shows. Exactly. I don't care. Yeah. I am not a victim. Right. Ever. For anything. Right. But it's interesting because this this scene to me has always been a place for everyone: young, old, absolutely, fat, ugly, yeah. good looking, into sports, not into sports. Yeah, just show up. Yeah, be be a positive person in this scene. Yeah, help your fellow man or woman, and you're welcome to join us. Check your bullshit at the door, exactly, and come and have a good time. So to see now what this means at this age, trying to get shows, trying to get attention, trying to get the word out. To know that there are people out there who are putting up blockades because we're old is really quite something. I don't mean to start on a negative note, no, but that is very much in my consciousness. It's not necessarily right a negative now. note if it's reality. It's, it's reality. It's, it's, not, it's not negative. It's, 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 it's what it is. Bizarre. It's, it's bizarre. bizarre. I mean, I remember, <clears throat> I could even go back to, uh, oh, Jesus, 2011. They did a, uh, they brought back Crazy Fest in Louisville. It's mm. a festival that happened every year, Initial Records. And I remember, uh, by the grace of God, played. And, you know, they, they're probably not as old as we are now, but at the yeah. time they were... I was like, saying, these guys not that Yeah, yeah, back. they did another... Uh, I think they put out a, an EP. I think I played that State of show. Mind. Um, the last... Search, search played that show, my old it was, it was great the seeing these older guys show. come out yeah. and, and, you know, they were up front for seven seconds all getting oh, yeah. into it and stuff. And, and, and I was like, oh, this is so cool. These guys are still, still with it. So it's, yeah. it's interesting to see how... Other people don't share that sentiment as yeah. much. Um, yeah. yeah I, I mean, and let me reiterate: this this is no crying, no victimization. It is what it is. Right. It's the reality, and it is interesting to say to somebody, "You cannot play. You this thing that you have no control over. Right. Your age is a prohibitive factor. You are not allowed. Right. And at the same time, who the fuck are you? Hey, nobody. Nobody. Go ahead. Man. At the same time, you know. I've seen bands, ex-members, this, you know, reunion, that, and, and, and come back and, you know, everything's kind of handed to you on a plate. And it's kind of, you know, gives us a little bit of legitimacy that we're not that at all, right. obviously. Because yeah. Yeah. nobody gives a fuck. Right. So, uh, you know, we're doing our own thing. Yeah, and we're starting... And that's... Scratch, that's what hardcore right. is. There's no ex-members of this, ex-members of that. I mean, maybe in the bio it says what bands we did, but we're not trying to... Right, because well, as Hugo well, says, more 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 gives a shit. More the bands were you in before? I was in, uh, well, Search. I was in Search. I was in a band called Hands Tied, which formed after Mouthpiece broke up. Okay. Um, when Mouthpiece started doing the reunions in 2000, I started playing with Mouthpiece from 2000 up until the present, technically. <clears throat> Played a million shows with Mouthpiece. I was in a band called Triple Threat that did a record on Bridge Nine and a seven inch on my old label, Livewire Records. Oh God, I was in a band called Skull Crusher with Hugo that nobody really cared about, but it was fun. <laughs> um, Somebody asked me to ask you. Oh, I was also in a band called I was in a band called The Killing Flame. We that, that was I lived a few years in California. I was with um, Joe D. Foster from Unity okay. and Ignite and Gavin Gavin Oglesby from No For an Answer. Okay. Um, like real West Coast uniform sure. style stuff. That was super fun. We did an LP on Equal Vision. Nice. Um, yes. So you've been around the block a few times. Oh, this is your first rodeo. No, not at all. No. Hugo, what other bands were you in? Uh, 
locked in inside. Th- yeah, seven million bands. Uh, I'm in three right now. I've been in. The last time I checked the list of actual bands that maybe played or recorded, it was like 27, but nobody's ever heard of them. Um, what about I mean, there's, there's been a couple. Uh, on, the, on the rise with Gallo, I played in. Oh, no um, shit. Yeah, I, I, was, I was with them for a few years. That, oh, was, no that was a really good time. I bought one um, of the, re, the reissue on the rise shirts that he made. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I got one. Good. Yeah, they're great. Um, played with them. Uh, who would anybody even know about? I'm, currently, I'm playing in Kill Your Idols. Okay. Um, so, those, those are probably the most notable. He's got a new band with Mark from In Your Face. Yeah, you yeah, sixty four. Yeah, He's yeah, got yeah. Myself and Gary from Killer Idols are playing with um, John and Scott from Mind Over Matter in a band with uh, Mark from In Your Face called Sixty Four. Okay. So we just put a seven inch out. It's uh, it's it's cool. That's it's really cool. It's I like it a lot. It's yeah. um, it's definitely a little more melodic, you know, but. Uh, I think it sounds like the Dickies. Yeah, people people have said that. It's that's that's the Mark. And I love the Mark voice. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun though. Nice, it's a lot of fun. Well, it's it's, it's sure have fun, man. So, yeah, yeah. It's to have fun. And playing with Gary is. Uh, I always loved playing with somebody that I could get something out of. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of the biggest things with On the Rise, other than you know just it being fun and, and being people that I kind of came up with a little bit. Yeah. Castle Heights shows back in the day, and, um, but. Uh, Brian, who was playing, who was the other guitar player in the band at the time, phenomenal, amazing guitar player, and I learned so much from playing with him. Yeah. Um, it's always a huge thing to be able to walk into a band, and now at, at forty to come into sixty-four, and then and also kill your idols with Gary, and at forty years old to still be able to find somebody that you can learn a lot from. Yeah, um, that's a huge thing. So that's that's been really cool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's good shit. Yeah, favorite. Go ahead. I already think I already have an idea of who you're gonna say. Your, 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 your favorite straight edge band. Oh, you thought today? Really? Who, who did you think it was gonna be? I thought it was gonna be Judge. That's me. That's you. Well, look, Judge absolutely. Judge is knocking out the bar none right. gold standard. I mean, you did today is mine. Yeah, you Judge is right there. You did today is the pinnacle. The perfection of straight edge hardcore. The reason why is because they were the first straight edge band that I've ever listened to. And I've told mm. this before. Mm. My friend Sal from way back in high school gave me a tape. Mm-hmm. This is when I was listening to like it was it was like sick of it all and there's there was still some metal in the in the mix and whatever. Mm. And he gave me a tape and it was like one of those like hundred and twenty minute whatever double sided Max L tapes. Yeah. And it was every single Youth to Today oh. release ever, from the Disengage Seven Inch that we can't, you know, we're not in this alone, mm. right down the wall, everything, mm. front and back. Yeah. And I put that thing in, and it it would constantly, constant rotation, constant rotation. And there was just something about. And this was before I even knew the concept of what really what Straight Edge was. I was just yeah. listening to Ray, and at a young age, his just like the fucking rage in yeah. his voice. Yeah, in the Youth of Today stuff, he sounds like a fucking animal. Like it's that. Ripping like, its way out of a cage. Like just, that whole. That to be so you hear him take a breath and the music stops and it's like, and he screams, take off, oh, stare. And then that. 
yelling that. Like, I, I'm a kid and I just want to trash my yeah. room. Yeah, you know what I mean? I was. I did. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that right there it was like, you know what I mean? Like, these dudes that mm-hmm. they're, they're saying nothing but positive shit. Yeah. In and such an aggressive so way. So mad. It's yeah. the positivity of minor threat. The hardness of SSD, dude, perfected into the perfect fucking mix. Yeah, you know it's great. I mean? it's, it's and and I mean I, I can't lie to you. This will probably lose us points on a podcast. But as a that, kid listen. looking for people to look up to, I mean, just the fucking way that crew looked yeah. too. I mean, the sneakers, mm-hmm. the army pants, the champion sweatshirts, the bleached hair. Holy shit, I use it as a fucking... The high and tights. Oh, forget it. I still do it, even with the gray hair. Yeah. I mean, those guys... You and me both. (laughs) You know, to use Hugo's term, they are the epitome, the gold standard. Right. Album, Break Down the Walls. Oh, man. I go back and forth between Break Down the Walls and We're Not On This Alone. I'm going to go with my my go-to and say We're Not On This Alone, but... If I wake up tomorrow morning, it might be Break Down the Walls. Sure. You I know what I mean? I, I, I mean, it. I love it all. I flip-flop with albums from certain bands. Yeah. Like I mean, I love the first 7-inch. I love yeah. Disengage the last 7-inch. Yeah. I love it all. It's, yeah. they're, they're a flawless band. And Judge is yours. Judge is absolutely That's a beautiful cool. answer. Um, Dude, I mean, it's not, yeah, you're, you're not wrong. Yeah, you're you're not you can't go wrong with either one. No, man. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is that, that about Judge over Youth Today, because I do agree that Ray's voice, that the, the rage and the just like a it's goddamn like, animal. Yeah, it's but visceral, Mike, dude. To me, it's visceral. To me, I think, you know, and, and coming around later, like you saw Youth of Today when they were a band. Mike was gone. Judge was like a, a myth. Judge, you couldn't, you know, there was nobody to go find. I you have so much respect them. for my Judge for doing and what he did. It's that's insane. That was, part, that was really part of why I think, you know, me coming around a little bit later than yeah. you, I got into it and they were already... Done. He was gone. Nowhere to be found. So there was this mystique to it. He was like a, a, a superhero, like a comic book character, yeah. like a superhero to yeah. me. Like this guy that came around with these fucking gloves and a beard. He just <laughs> rode off into the sunset on a motorcycle, and I'm like, holy shit! This is fucking dude. You know, and what's it, what's insane? I don't even. It's it's. That's why I have so much respect for him. Did you ever you ever listen to to Toby H two O's podcast? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did you listen yep. to the Mike Judge one? Yeah. And how he? How? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I did too. Yeah. And he was on mine, and and it was on the on Toby's where he was like, when he was getting reached out to like to play like the Black and Blue Bowl reunion. Mm-hmm. Like, he's married for, like, yeah. decades. And she didn't, and she didn't know even know that he was even in a band. Yeah. That speaks so much Dude, it's yeah. to who he is. That right. He, he, he wouldn't, you know. He just, he legitimately just walked away and didn't even, not even, like, in conversation. Like, right. no, if you listen, like, like. Oh, yeah, my, I just, you know. Yeah. When, when he was a biker, well, maybe I shouldn't talk about when he was a biker, but. Let's just say he kept the Mike Judge name, even though the biker guys might not have known sure. where, where the name came from. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pretty I mean, cool. It's great. It, I, mean, I, I like it. Mike Judge and Old Smoke. I think that record is great. Yeah. I haven't heard yeah. it. Yeah. It's, Check it's, it out. It's pretty good. I'll send it to you. Yeah. It's, it's pretty good. It's but yeah, I mean, fun, he, he yeah. was he, it was like this this comic book hero to me. Like Without growing up, this guy that just, he was there, he was just uncontrolled rage, and then... He said he had enough and disappeared and rode off into the sunset. Yeah, after, you know, inc- after one incident. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, and it, it always like, just this, this is not what I wanted to do. The this story far. meant almost as much to me as the music, without a doubt. Um, but I mean, the music is just incomparable. It's yeah. it's it's unbelievable. I go like there's 
There's never going to be another judge. No, there never will. Never be. was. There never will be. No. I listened to that first seven. I feel like I could run through a brick wall. What New York yeah. Grill? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Bring yeah. it down. It's 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 it's, it's retarded. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> I was at. I mean, I, I say this. Yeah, maybe I say it to brag, but uh, to this day, when I did the Drew Stone. Ten questions. Right. Hardcore thing he asked me. Did he release it yet? Yeah. I got. I got to check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he said, "What was your best show? Your favorite show of all time?" Didn't even hesitate. Judge video shoot at City Bars. Best mm. show of my entire life. It's been a repeat. I already told the story right. on that, so I won't go into it. But I mean, those guys were fucking mythical. Yeah. Life. I mean, it was fucking. Of incredible. course, man. There yeah. was like that. What year was that? That show, I believe, was 1990. I believe it was May yeah. 1990. Dude, yeah. from from like, play too. Oh, nice. That's certain something that's just ingrained. No matter oh. how much time goes on, you still remember exact little. Super self put his guitar down. I did a stage dive, landed on my back. Was, yeah. I didn't yeah. sleep a wink that night. Yeah. I wore my judge shirt the next day to, to school. All right. You know what I mean? Of course. So. It's amazing shit, man. Oh, forget about it. Yeah, it's like for shows back then from like. From like ninety and like the, the, like there was a certain t- like my time frame because I'm yeah. forty four so like ninety two ninety three ninety four like like that whole era was like every weekend mm-hmm. I was at shows mm-hmm. like I had certain groups of friends like I had friends in Brooklyn I had friends in Queens I had friends, but I had some friends that were not had no concept of what hardcore was you know so I would go off with. This whole crew of fucking savages, these fifty people, yeah. and yeah. go to hardcore shows. Yeah. You know, from I mean, so many clubs that are gone, all in New York. You know, like the Marquee to oh, this, yeah. to mm-hmm. that, to this. You know, obviously CVs and all that. But there would be a show every weekend, whether it's a Biohazard show, an AF show, an old, old beginning before River Runs Red Life of Agony shows, like all these. Yeah. I mean, every that weekend. That was eighty nine to ninety for me. Every fucking yeah, week. it was like ninety to like ninety three for me. It's on forty six, so yeah. it makes perfect sense. Exactly. When you're a 15, 16 year old kid, yeah, hardcore was every. Yeah, I mean, I got into it through skateboarding when I was like twelve or thirteen years old. You talk about a cassette tape. My friend Michael yeah. Lett made me a tape. Well, that's how I heard of you to today. Yeah. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, this is how I got into hardcore. Right. I was into punk. I would love the exploited, subhumans, right? Dead Kennedys. I love sure. that stuff, and I. But this kid made me a tape with fear and suicidal tendencies on it. Beautiful. And that fucking ended it all. Yeah, you know, bro, that, that first suicidal That first suicidal record is... It's timeless, and I say it all... I think it, the entire record is timeless, except for I Saw Your Mommy. Other than that... Because <laughs> yeah, that's like the typical song. <laughs> right. Oh, you're into that punk rock shit. Right. I saw your mommy. Oh, well, they did that on purpose. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. goof. Like, yeah. It's a song, It is. But as a whole, that might be the song that I just... I, I yeah, might yeah. skip it. Yeah. But other than that, that record is timeless, and it's you know still yeah, institutionalized. Forget about it. Yeah, all of it. You know. Yeah, so. amazing shit. And I only seen them once in my life. You know what? The first time I ever saw them. This will give me poser points. The first time I ever saw them was last year when the Misfits played. Wow. Yeah, that's the only yeah. time I ever saw Suicide. Well, I saw them once. They blew the, I hate to say this. I, yeah. I mean, look at my shirt. I fucking yeah. love the Misfits. Yeah, that night they yeah. blew the Misfits off the stage. Okay, I, I believe it. You know, Mike Mio is one of the best frontmen ever. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, ever. He's, his he's, whole gimmick, the way he looks, at his whole creepy curly <laughs> hands yeah. shit. Yeah, it's yeah. the best. Yeah, he he lives that shit. He yeah, does live that shit. Not, and I think he's a good guy too. I think he's a decent. I've never heard anything bad about him. Me neither. Not one thing. Yeah, I saw him 1990. Lights, Camera, Revolution Tour. Oh, wow. Yeah, I told you. I'm not going to tell the whole story. Yes, Leeway, White Zombie, that whole thing. But that, was, oh, wow. that, but that, that was that was my day. That, that was my turning point into hardcore because I went mm-hmm. in to see Suicidal. I was into metal and I was into yeah. thrash. And then I heard Leeway, and then that was it from that. Mm-hmm. But shout out to Turning Point, by the way. 
Shout out to Turning Points. Oh. New Jersey Strainers. Oh, yeah. Okay. See, I grew up, you know, right in New Jersey Strainers. Were you with this hardcore a couple years ago when they played? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. You were there? Tim, um, the singer for Mouthpiece, yeah. was one of the three singers for Turning Point. <clears throat> so we all we went to the show together. I didn't even know that. Yeah. yeah it was Tim, um, somebody from um, Resurrection, and Jeff from Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm supposed to, but Tim's in Jersey. I'm supposed to be doing something with him. Yeah, Tim's awesome. But he, but he it's, it's just, he's like by Lancaster or something like that, I, I believe. I have messages. No, uh, Lawrenceville. 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 Lawrence with an L. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah but it's, guy. It's, it'll give you a great interview. Yeah, no, without a doubt. Like, we've been going back and forth several times. Yeah. But it's just a matter of timing and geography. That's yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah. all, it's sometimes, it's, it's all it boils down to. Yeah, he's true. super into horror, too. So you guys don't want to. Uh, yeah, I fucking all day long but I could, oh, I could nerd out about that shit all day long for Absolutely. hours and hours yeah dude so now you have a show coming up yeah when is that show that's that's December 15th okay um, we're at playing the old A7 at the A7 Drew Stone has been incredibly helpful for us supportive um, I also want to give a shout out to the A7 Mosh crew there's a, a young group of kids who comes to every single show they're super supportive I mean, we covered SSD. We covered Seven yeah. Seconds. These kids know every fucking word. They knew every These word. These are young kids. I was shocked. I, 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 I couldn't believe there was there was sixteen year old kids singing every. There were thirteen year old kids singing every. I mean, there was a, a, yeah. a picture. I think No Echo posted it, uh-huh. and it looked like that picture could have been taken in nineteen eighty two. But it was it was I, like the week before, and it was like this young kid, bald head, yeah, boots, yeah. braces. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. the photo. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. We, we I, was that kid. I stood outside that show at at the, we, when we played there last. I stood outside the place and I just looked at the crowd of people outside, and I was just like, "This." Th- I could take a photo right now, and, and I could tell you it's from you know 1986, yeah. and you believe me. Yeah, you believe me because awesome. it, it looks exactly the same. It's just all you know this 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 conglomeration of people from you know Probably like '83. <sighs> Well, you know, I'm just, you know, I guess. But it's a very cool scene he's got going on over there. It's very positive. Remember how I was talking about how shitty kids are, or some kids? Yeah, not all kids. Some kids, yeah, no. Some people are are shitty and some aren't. Yeah, most most kids rule. Okay, but this is the opposite, man. You talk about the scene like it used to be. These kids welcome bands, new bands, old every band. They're going wild for every band. They're going buckwild. You know, I mean, I love that. Yeah, it's great. They're just they just they. There's the energy there, and they and they they care. It's about hardcore, it. you know. It's what they. It's yeah. what they're probably living all week for the weekend just for that. Yeah. You know? And he's a young kid, so I wonder who these these kids' parents are. Like, what do they read? You know, that, that's because mm-hmm. that was moshing, or was at least at the show was Rathbone's son. It was because yeah. the show yeah. that we played was Rathbone's birthday. Little Luke, mm-hmm. yeah, Luke great rules. Luke he's yeah. a great look, just like his dad. Yeah, Rathbone's. Uh, I, I have Rathbone's on twice. Rapons is awesome. Rapons is the man. I mean, that guy, you talk about living and breathing New York hardcore. Jesus Christ. He likes to talk, too. <laughs> he likes stories. Oh, he has stories, all right. Yeah. Forget it. Go back and listen to his two episodes. There's some crazy shit oh, he tells. Crazy. Yeah. Rapons is all right, man. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I have a memory, a very specific memory that I go back to a lot. It was, um, I think it was actually the last time I played with On The Rise. We played at CBGB's with... Um, I believe it was Kelly Riddles and No Redeeming Social Value. And we go on, and, you know, that was a band that always, like, they were from Elmont, they had their friends, and Mike was in AF, so people knew about them, and, you know, but we hadn't gotten, like, there, there. Right. 
And we played CBs a few times, and it was growing, and we did a little bit of touring, and we were doing a lot of weekends and stuff out, you know, wherever we could drive on a weekend. And that show, I don't know what happened, but that was the day everybody knew all the words, and everybody from the first note, the whole fucking place ripped apart, just people losing their minds. Fucking awesome. And I just turned to my right, and I see rat bones climb onto the stage from the front of the stage and run and dive off the yeah. side yeah. over by the bathroom and I'm just like this is it yeah I finally I'm finally here yeah this is, this is what <laughs> yeah. it's like to be in like fucking mad ball I yeah, finally made it like, <laughs> right this is my moment and and I, I've been stage holding on to that for 15 20 years now yeah what is it 2003 yeah. so so 16 years no. No. Jesus yeah. Christ yeah, so Ratbones is part of my my, my greatest memory of nice. Uh, playing and every bands. and every single time I see Ratbones at a show, on purpose, I'd be like, you dancing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm retired. <laughs> I'm done. I'm retired. Every show, and then ten minutes later, He's going off. hit one of his Adidas yeah. are in my mouth. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it's always Ratbones' yeah. foot. It's always in my face. Oh, yeah. It's like get out of here, bro. Yeah, all the time. It's in, the, it's in his blood. It is. It it is. It. He does. Yeah. It's, it's something you can't shake. It's no. like it's certain certain bands I'll dance to. Certain bands like I'll check out whatever. But then yeah. there's certain bands no matter what. Even if I don't feel like dancing mm-hmm. that night. There's just certain bands where you I just make roll. sure you'll see me, you'll see me crouch down and put my laces a little bit tighter so I don't yeah. lose shoe. Yeah. Yeah. And I once I stop, before, yeah, oh yeah, have to do that because they're nice and comfortable, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. You step on the back, it's flipping off. Yeah, yeah, right, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, you can't do yeah, that. Fair. So it's a rookie move if you go in there with your loose sneakers. Yeah. Uh-huh. You can't lose shoes. I was never yeah. a dancer. I forgot I was about a stage that. You always a stage always stage dive on stage, dive again. I'm both. I'm also a mic stealer. I grab microphones constantly. I love getting a signal. All the time. I yeah. always grab mics. Yeah. All the time. I mean, I grew up going to City Gardens, CBGs, but the ultimate spot for me, I didn't go that many times, maybe half a dozen times, was the Anthrax in Norwalk. I was never there. I've heard Dude, so many stories. that place was made for strange hardcore, was made for stage dives. Right. The stage was at the perfect height. Every kid looked out for, for his brother. I mean, it was just fucking the best place in right. the world for stage dives. I've heard so many stories about there. I... You know, there's, I think I've said this before, but there was a certain chunk that I still, well, I don't kick myself in the ass, just, just life brought me to a different place. Yeah. Like, I missed the wetlands. Oh, really? Oh, man. I missed the wetlands. Oh. I missed the majority of Coney Island High. Mm-hmm. I went to fun. I went to one show at Coney Island High, mm-hmm. and it was on a whim. I was happy to be walking through the village, yeah. and I looked, and Leeway was playing. Nice. And I walked in with my boy Danny, and I saw Leeway. Yeah. And it was just so happy because that was the mid-90s. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was like 95, 96. I started hanging out with other people, and then I wound up joining the military. Oh, nice. So nice. I joined the military, so that took me out. Mm-hmm. I always sure. still listened to stuff, but at the time, there was no internet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. So I'm listening to the same old stuff, mm-hmm. and then a few years later, I come back, I come home, and I go into like the Virgin Megastore, I'm like walking through Times Square or whatever, <laughs> and I walk in, just to walk in, I go down, and I go to the sick of it all section, and I'm like, yo, they put out like fucking new record, a new record, yeah. like, yo, they're good, they're still doing this, and I got right back in, right. but there mm-hmm. was a, there was that whole mid-90s, which I hear stories, and I see pictures and videos of... Yeah. 
But I missed that whole time frame of live music. I mean, I I was never out as far as listening, but being in venues, I mean, I was in, like, New Mexico, Texas, Alaska, like... Yeah, yeah. I, you know... It's just where life took me. Yeah, yep. I came back in, and then some people were like, well, "Who's this guy?" I'm like, "But who are you?" Like, yeah. <laughs> I was off doing like grown man shit, right. you know. And I was here before, like you were still like not even born yet, and right, you're like, right, you know right. what I mean? Like, yep. take it easy. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? I'm just yeah. here to watch a show like you are. Doesn't exactly. matter who I am. Exactly. I'm not anybody but somebody who just paid my little ten dollars to That's watch it. a show. Uh-huh. So yeah. no yeah, more. I'm, more. I'm not any more important than you. So stop with the tough guy nonsense. Yeah, it's like, stop. Awesome. Stop. Yeah. Not in high school no more. Exactly. Not yeah. in high school anymore. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I say that all the time. It's like the high school nonsense. I did Dude, that one what before. the fuck, man? Who gives a shit? Nobody. Fucking 46 years exactly. old. Exactly. Just want to play some shows and hang out and have some fun. You know? Right. What's that? It was 47 a minute ago. 46. No. I don't know. How, I'm so old. I don't know how old I am. Exactly. Right? 46. It's that age. Listen, I asked my daughter. I loosened up my thinking. Right. I was like, I thought I was 42. And then I wasn't sure, like, I had, like, a moment. Mm-hmm. And my daughter, she's, like, eight at the time. She's like, no, Dad, you're 43. Yeah. And it's like, am I? I'm yeah. counting on my fingers. I'm like, yeah. you know what? I think you're right. Yeah. I can totally relate. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. It's like, am I 42 or 43? She's like, wow, Dad. Like, you're getting years. old because you don't remember nothing. She's eight. She's telling me about myself. Yeah. It's not, no. yeah. I can't wait. One, one day, I brought her to one show. She was. Uh, I used to book shows at Lucky Thirteen okay. for a while. Okay. I booked about two dozen shows, mm-hmm. and uh, I did a couple for for the Purple Heart Foundation for veterans. Right. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. So, so it was one. It was the, it was the best show that I threw as far as people and stuff. We raised like over five thousand dollars. It was incredible. Murph, like Murphy's Law played for free, and, wow. and yeah. it was great. There was fourteen bands. It was mm-hmm. it was nuts, and. Early in the day, you guys had a crucial barbecue. Man. Oh, it was fourteen it was, bands are gonna play. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was fourteen bands, and it was it was incredible, dude. Wow. And my daughter was there for the first like two bands, but it was wasn't really packed yet. Yeah. But she was there, and I had her like on my shoulders, and at first she was like, I don't like that hardcore stuff. It's uh, yeah. But she's at the time she was like six or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, so she's like, you know, I want to watch, you know, like Yo Gabba Gabba at the time, mm-hmm. whatever. So. I had her on my shoulders and she was just like she was watching people play instruments and she was just like wow you know I think this is kind of cool it's kind of cool but now I'm like you know she's like no I don't like that stuff I'm like damn it she likes the Beastie Boys but hey who doesn't right who doesn't but it's like like, yo it's like it's like I want to bring her to like this is hardcore you know what I mean stand up on the side of the stage and watch Wisdom and Chains ear protection my buddy brought his 12 year old to uh to the Misfits show at the Garden That's last great. week. Yeah. And he's like, I can't even believe this. The amount of money I spent on tickets. This kid's like, why are you guys dragging me here? He doesn't appreciate it. And all of our friends are like, we told this kid, when you there's going to come a day when you and your friends are talking about my first concert. And you're yeah. going to be able to say, I saw the Misfits. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but no. Right. Because if, I, it's, he's not going to. Right. It's like, if he doesn't like it. He's not gonna like it. Right. If my parents brought me to see fucking I don't know Ario Speedwagon, right? I'm never gonna get to the point where I'm hey man, I saw the Ario Speedwagon right. show at the at the you know Fillmore East right. when I was a kid. Like right. I'm never gonna care about that. Right. Shit. He's never gonna care about this. And the people Just in your age like aren't you even like. gonna care either because they're yeah. not even gonna know who yeah. that is because their parents didn't That's bring it. it. So it's so gonna, it's, it's lost. lost. Just enjoy it for yourself. You have to discover it on your own. The kids are gonna find their own thing and it's gonna be. 
Right. You know, whatever it is. Right. It might be shitty and it might be cool. Right. No, no. Just you know? Right. Well, listen, like, I, I talk about that now. Like, like that, that discussion always comes up. Like, new hip-hop, new this, new that. It's like, listen, I say it a lot. There's, there's hardcore bands that are, have a, a lot of heat and, and, and are, are very hyped up right now and they're mm-hmm. blowing up and stuff. I'm not going to name any names because sure. I'm not shitting on anybody. Mm-hmm. Just because it's just, I just don't shit on people like that. It might not be for me. Yeah. I don't hate on it. Yeah. Because, like, for instance, I get this is hardcore. There's a band, not my thing. I respect them for what they're doing. Good for you. You're playing in front of a whole bunch of people. And, mm-hmm. But you know what? And, and the stage goes dark and there's nothing but feedback and there's 600 kids beating the shit out of each other sure, to it. Is. More power to you. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Doesn't have to be my thing. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just like yeah. like those kids that are beating the shit out of each other to that will will stare at, at the radio when Ray says that whole take a stand thing and be like, well, well all right, well, whatever. But yeah. it's just as legitimate. It's, what they're it's, into yeah. it's just it's as legitimate. It's just it's what that, they Those kids know. are me. Right. In 1989, exactly. listening exactly. to that. So, so I can't shit on them. Yeah. Right. So I can't shit on them. Absolutely. Yeah. There's so many people that are going, ah, this bullshit, this sucks and stuff. Listen, it might not be for you, but don't yeah. shit on it. Listen, yeah. I'll, I'll say the flip side of the being the old thing, I, it's just on my mind because I just found out about this thing about this guy. So forgive me for keep bringing it up. Oh, but listen. Forgive you for what? Talk. I'm this fuck. is the flip side. I am honored to still be able to do this. Of course. To still be part of this scene, to hang on this long and still go to shows and everything. It's mm-hmm. like, listen, let's be honest. Hardcore is for everyone, but it was made by kids. It's a for it's kids. A youth yeah. culture movement. It's a Absolutely. Youth, it's, it's, that's something that's I've been thinking about a lot lately. It is. And you got to respect that. Aging in a youth culture movement is weird. It's right. weird. It's it really is. weird. It is. And it, it, it's getting to the, you know at forty, it's it's like officially like no, you're officially now aging, dude. Yeah. In a youth all culture. three of you us, you can get into your thirties and still be, yeah. But now it's like what? All three What's of us be going on. You're here? forty. I'm forty-four. You're forty-something. Forty-six. Yeah. We are technically. It sounds so crazy, but we're like almost like the old guys at the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We I are. mean, a lot of the show. It's funny. It's, it's funny because there's certain right shows in, ass in the middle of a fucking pit. That <laughs> eighty-seven show, <laughs> we were the old guys. Uh-huh. And actually, so the first show I played with sixty-four. Funny enough, the first show I played with sixty-four is the night before my fortieth birthday. And, and you know, forty is one of those numbers that just you, you get kind of fucking worked up about. Bad, and I go play bad. this show at uh, Mr. Beery's out on Long Island. It's it's like the CBGBs of Long Island. It's been doing <laughs> shows for it. like twenty. Five years, like every, you know, it's it's just one of those spots. It's been around forever and has always welcomed, you know, our bands and sure. stuff. And I play that show, and I go, and I am the youngest person in the room <laughs> by a good five years. And man, there was nothing better in the world on your last night in your thirties right. to play a show and everybody's at least forty-five. Right, that was. Fucking phenomenal, but nice. you, you find those weird little pockets. Like, yeah. sure, sometimes you're going to be the oldest guy in the room. I mean, I remember being the oldest guy in the room at, at shows on Long Island when I was like 26. Right, there were shows where it was like everybody was in high school, and I'm like, oh, jeez, I feel like I don't yeah, know, like, like I'm an old creeper or some yeah. shit. And right now, oof. yeah, it's like perfect example. Were you in the Were you in search when the, when with that the the, uh, the church show, Alone in the Crowd? Yes, I was in search day one to the end. Okay, that show, I was there. Thank you. And I was there from Doors, and Tara went on right before Alone in the Crowd. 
Mm-hmm. So I was telling my girl, I'm like, I really, f- because, because it's a youth culture thing. Yeah. And Terror is a huge band. And they're one of my huge. favorite bands. They're awesome. I love that fucking band. They're great. So I'm like, it's going to really, really make me upset if half of this room fucking leaves after Terror. Oh, mm-hmm. and it doesn't stick around for Lauren Crow. And doesn't yeah. stick around yeah. for this. No. Yeah, thank God that didn't happen. And dude, it's... I was so happy and yeah. relieved for the, everybody playing that as soon as they started playing, there was people our age and younger kids jumping off the oh, stacks. Yeah. I was like, yes, like, like, yeah. thank you. Like, people get it, and they played one show yeah. 30 years ago, and this is what's happening. Like, it was such a relief I for know, such I an old band. You know what I mean? Oh, totally. It's an old band who played one show, yeah. and this is their response in 2000 at the time, 2018. It's wild. Yeah, it's wild. Fucking beautiful. It was incredible. It was so great. I bro. never saw Side by Side. I me never neither. saw Alone in the Crowd. I mean, they only played once. Right, me neither. Um, so to be able to get to see Jules come out and be Jules and yeah. fucking do incredibly yeah. well, I mean, holy shit. Yeah, it was, show was awesome. It was so great. So and great. it was an honor because because I did a, an episode with Siv and Jules. Yeah. Because I had reached out to Siv, and at first he was like, ah, I don't know if I want to do it. And that's fine, because some people just don't yeah. do not do it. And I was like, that's cool. Like, thanks anyway for the response. And like a week later, he's like, yo, I'll do it if, if, if maybe we can, like, promote, like, the show for Howie. And I'm like, absolutely. Like, I was promoting it anyway. Yeah. You know? Um, I think I did, like, a little mini episode. Like, I double-checked with Joe Hardcore. Shout-out to Joe McKay. Yeah, fucking sure. best. He's awesome. And I just double-checked with him. I was like, you know, I just want to just talk into, like, into the mic and just talk and just promote the Alone in the Crowd show and just talk about it and why we're why it's going on. He was like, absolutely. So I put that out. It was like a little 10, 15-minute thing just talking about it, just to get the word out there a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But, um... So, yeah, he's like, Sid was like, yeah, man. He's like, I was like, I might have my daughter with me. He's like, so what, dude? He's like, I have my kid here, too. We have dogs. Come to my house. Oh, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, all right. He's like, I live up in Harlem. Yeah. I was like, all right, I don't care. Yeah. So we go there, and I'm sitting, I'm drinking coffee out of a Revelation Records yellow mug. Oh, nice. And I'm wow. sitting with Anthony Civarelli and Jules, and my daughter is with his daughter, and they're playing and doing wow, whatever. Beautiful. And what was crazy is I didn't know is that... Jules and Siv haven't seen each other in 20 years oh, except for that moment. So I got up and I took a piss like three different times. I sat there, I introduced it, and I sat like this, and they just reminisced for two hours. Man, I was just that's sitting that's there awesome. watching and listening. It was, it was the best. That's awesome. So like, that's to be able to sit and bullshit with Jules and meet him and have a conversation with him. Super before, good guy, too. Super good guy. And and then witness that show. It was just it was just fucking it was fucking great. Just to reiterate how much of a good guy Jules is. I remember uh, my wife is Japanese. Okay. And I think it was 2008, the earthquake in Japan, which led to the tsunami, which led uh, to the Fukushima uh, yeah. nuclear meltdown. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So much death and destruction. It was horrible. Jules's response to that was to say, you know what? I've got a bunch of old hardcore records. I want to sell those records. And donate the money to the efforts in Japan. Right. And we were doing a blog at that time. Tim, my friend Gordo, and I were doing a blog called Double Cross. I don't yep. know if you ever saw it. That's that's Tim's Instagram name. Yeah, isn't it? He started the whole right. the whole thing. Um, Gordo helped him out, and I sort of just was there as a support. But, right. Um, and we interviewed Jules as a way to promote the uh, money that he wanted to, you know, raise by selling his record collection. Right. 
and it just did it out of the goodness of his heart. Yeah. And poor Howie from Alone in a Crowd is struggling with very, yeah. very, very serious health issues. That yeah. was his whole motivator to do this Alone in a Crowd reunion. Yes. Was to raise money for Howie. Absolutely. And now I see another thing that popped up just yesterday where Alone in a Crowd looked like they were at Dom Furious. Who knows what they're doing? But whatever the effort is, you know it's to raise money for Howard. It's going for something good. And because that poor guy is still struggling, and Jules wants to help him. It's just a saint. It is such a, it's such a great testament to what this scene can be. Of course. For, for positivity. Yeah. You know what I mean? so. It's called Stop Being Selfish. Absolutely. Some people are selfish. Me, personally, I'm, I mean, I'll admit it. Like, I mean... You said before, it's like, oh, you're so, like, I don't know what you said, like, calm, cool, collected, and just easy yeah, going. No. But I said it took me a long time. To, like, not that I don't get pissed off or aggravated, but what it is is I, it, it comes and it goes. Like, I just, I let shit go. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not going to say that, but there was probably a time in my life, probably when I was still drinking and doing stupid shit where I was selfish and I was probably a piece of shit to a lot of people Uh you know what I'm saying so maybe in like a weird way like the things that and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back but it's like I try to help people like I do like when I was doing shows I was doing a lot of them were benefits like there was this one kid who I I did a bet I hardly knew him and we were cool and for some reason he's not cool with me anymore I don't even know why but like like, I don't even know why it's probably because he's friends with other people who don't like me either so he has to jump whatever but his whole fucking house burnt down right Mm. and I did a show I gave him every single dime for it yeah. I'm like, yo, like, I would hope that, you know, if I was in a predicament that someone yeah. would just yeah. reach out. Like, I'm, I'm not the one to go and reach out for, to no, people no, no, for no. help. But the point is that yeah. the scene looks after its own. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And there's so many things that go on dead. like that. Right. Yeah. It's beautiful. I love yeah. it. Yeah. It's, it's like, listen, man, like, listen. If, if this, hopefully, like, listen, you talk about your band, we, we, at the end, we, we plug your band, we, wherever they can find you, maybe it gets a couple of more people at the A7, at the end of the day, whatever, one day, that, that show is going to be over with, whatever, but this yeah. will always be out there, people want to hear about the band, that's cool, yeah. I don't get anything out of this, I don't yeah. give a shit, you know what I mean? And we appreciate it, by the way. No, it's yeah. not a problem, dude, because, like, like, you hit me up on Instagram, yo, I would love to blah, 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 yeah. what did I say? Sure, man, let's do it. Yeah, let's do yeah. it. Like, that's it. Like, all right, you want to sit and bullshit? I'm down to bullshit with you. Like, like, how else am I going to talk to you guys? If I don't make that A7 show, I wouldn't sit down and be able to bullshit with you. Yeah. I won't pass you, and I would try to shake your hand in the street, and you try to run away and stand (laughs) on (laughs) the You know what I mean? When you're holding a cup. Uh, I was holding a cup of coffee. wasn't I know, but I don't know. Listen, I am from the fucking suburbs, man. <laughs> All right. Listen, I'm standing. I'm standing in the place where we were supposed to do this with a cup of coffee. I see your face. I, I know who you are. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I go to shake your hand. You're like walking away from me. Like I'm like. Oh man. I thought you were gonna say, listen, just give me a minute of your time, man. I gotta. <laughs> I'm, saying, look, I'm trying to get home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need seven dollars for the bus to go back to Connecticut. My yeah. brother's sick. Yeah, I need heroin. I need money. Okay. Right. No. <laughs> I wanted to tell you that the fucking asshole in the place wouldn't shut the music oh, off. Fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. But uh, <laughs> anyway, man, it's appreciated. Yeah, no, fun. no problem. It's yeah, fun. it's it, like like we were saying when we were walking here. I think you were trying to get us into the building. Yeah, I don't know when we said it, but you know, I I I, I when else like 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 for instance, we were talking about the Mike Judge episode I did. When else am I going to be able to sit down 
with anybody that I've had done yeah. a podcast yeah. with yeah. and not be on the phone and sit and be able to bullshit right. and talk. Exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? Not it's an excuse to put that shit away and it, just... It, it yeah, is. Yeah, it know? is. It's just to talk. Put your and it's, it's a away. document of, you know, a certain period time of time and place. And, Absolutely. And, and, and gets a little bit more into things than... Yeah. You know, a record is a document, sure, but, you know... Yeah. Yeah. This, this or an interview that you answer these. Yeah. Emails. And if I went to the A7 show and I said, what's up? I'd be like, yeah, what's up? Like, like I wouldn't know you at all. And it was just like, what's up, man? Yeah. And we'd yeah. go about our business. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the, the only downside about hardcore shows. It's a hard place to sit down and just talk. Absolutely. So this wild. is a great medium. Yeah. Yes. Like, it started out as just basically a hardcore thing. But I've said this several times, too. It's like, okay. After a while... Yes, it's different stories, but at the end of the day, sometimes I feel like, yes, everybody agrees that like Age of Quarrel is a great record. <laughs> yes. yeah. You know what I mean? So how many times are we going to say that? Yeah. You know so, what I'm saying? By the way, Age of Quarrel is a great record. Absolutely <laughs> it is. And everyone agrees that if you don't think so, I don't know if I... Although the demo for it sometimes is, is even better. Not even sometimes. It's like, it's, like, it's like today it could be better, tomorrow maybe not. It, it's one of those flip-flopping things between like the Quarrel two... Quarrel is the one breaks Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I was saying, like, I could do this with 50 people over the phone tomorrow. Right. I, w- I refuse to do it. I don't yeah. care who it's with. I don't care who it's with. Yeah. Don't That's care. Right. I'd rather have, this is more important to me than, oh, I could do it via Skype. No, I can't do it via Skype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can't do it via Skype. Because, like, I could be on the phone with you and not even see you. You could be making, like, the jerk-off motion at me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want you to make the jerk-off motion. I, mean, I, I don't know how to do that. Every day right. at work. Right. <laughs> me, me and, so me and this guy actually work together. Yeah, I gathered that because, yeah, I gathered that because you're like, oh, yeah, we get off of work at blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, like, we're, we're, we're a unit. <laughs> nice. Hey, listen, what power no, do you have no, at? I mean, we both spend, uh, you spend more hours of the day with me than his wife. Yeah. I spend Final more hours of the day with him than anyone. Awful. And I mean, this is, this is going on. Ten years now, so it's 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 absolutely fucking painful at this point. Did you guys meet at the job, or did you guys know each other from before, <laughs> and then you got up getting work together? It's like, oh, you work here now. You want to tell the story? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys work together, and you're in a band together. So the the band Skull Crusher that we mentioned a while back. Oh, it's a very odd couple. Check out over here. Okay, you know, you're the slob and you're the neat freak. I mean, it's take a look. <laughs> well, well, beard, clean shaven. Yeah, you know, he's got the Nikes and I got the motorcycle. So yeah, take that way you will. Take that way you will. Then you fell down. Uh, and sold it. Go ahead. Tell your but story. anyway, just make a TV show about Ray and, and Mike Judge living in a house together. That would be amazing. Show oh, that, I, it would probably be amazing. Yeah, yeah it would probably great. be great. Take um, my money. I suck so, buy so, that shit. So uh, we have a mutual friend who. Uh, was working at the agency. We, we work at an, an ad agency. Um, I've been working there for about 13 years. We have a mutual friend that was working there at the time with me. Um, he ended up joining Skull Crusher with Ed. They needed... Dan so, so basically... This guy Dan Cavs yeah, was in yeah. Lives. He's in a bunch of bands. Okay. So, so, so Skull Crusher started out as Ed and Gordo, the drummer. Just the two of them. I've been a play bass. Yeah. I sang Gordo... Play drums. There's a whole Ray and Purcell thing, except two huge, except much less talent. No, no drum machine. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, so, so Dan ended up joining, uh, and then they needed a bass player, and he asked me, and I came down and played bass for one practice, and then I switched to guitar. But at practice, uh, it just came up. You know, I had never met this guy before in my life. I'm like, yeah, this guy from New Jersey. I'm, 
<laughs> and he's, he's <laughs> talking about how he used to work at a financial firm, whatever, yeah, and he's like doing design. his own kind of freelance thing. And, you know, two weeks later, I get asked by my boss, hey, do you know any designers? I need, we need somebody for a project. I call him up, hey, you can get down here. We got a project coming in. They're going to brief it in like an hour. And he shows up. In like a three hundred dollars shirt that he went out and bought on the way oh, because went, he thinks I didn't know what to expect with this place, so I went and bought a whole little uh, you know successful guy costume. Yeah, successful he, guy. He comes yeah. in looking like because he's used to working at a financial firm, and he comes into an ad agency where I'm wearing you know a fucking band T-shirt. And yeah, look like a you know me. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> just go ahead. It doesn't matter. Yeah, he looks fantastic. Um, <laughs> so he shows up, and it's been thirteen years of just absolute fucking misery every nice. single day. Nice. Every, Probably one of the biggest stressors in my life. It's, it's this guy. He's got ten years in it feels it's, like thirteen years. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten years. <laughs> it feels like thirty-seven. Yeah. Thirty-seven years. I torture. Argue and fight with this fucking guy every day, and then when lunch comes, I say, "Here, go. Let's go get some lunch." Yeah. And we go. Yeah, we go to lunch every day. Yeah. There's, there's, there's just nothing like it. It's right. a hate, 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 love, hate <laughs> relationship. We actually, we actually. Didn't talk to each other for three years. That is true. Working twenty feet away from each other. He's yeah. exaggerating. Three the years. It was, uh, about a year. it was about. There was a little misunderstanding. No, it was three years. We got a little out of order. So. We got a little. We got a little. <laughs> but this is this is it. This is, this is like uh, you know. All right. But then you decided to form the band. Hall. Well, this yeah, guy walks into my room, room and says, "Hey, my friend Carlos wrote a riff. It's pretty fucking so, good." So, so I started playing with '64. I hadn't played. In a band in a while. Why 64, um, the name? 64 comes from a song uh, by Big Sniff. So Post Big Sniff. In Your Face. Yeah, it was Post In Your Face. It's Mark From In Your Face. And Gary, who plays guitar and play writers in 64, right. was in Big Sniff as well. They had this band, Big Sniff, together. Um, there's a song that was called 64. It was about, I'm going to play hardcore punk be in a band until I'm 64. Okay. Um, and when they started doing this, um, I they started doing it before I was involved. And that was kind of one of their motivating factors was like, you know, we're a little older and we're going to just keep going. Right. So that was that was the idea with that. Uh, they asked me to start playing with them February. Um, and I hadn't been in a band in a while. Had wanted to just, could, you know, life, work, sure. mortgage, side hustles out three side hustles um, and I started playing again and I was really just like really digging playing guitar again and it had been a while and I'm picking it up and I posted some video on Instagram of me just doing like a faster harder hardcore riff right and Carlos um, Carlos is my friend Melissa's husband now they got married uh, he had seen it and he just writes to me hey let's start a band and I'm like yeah this is my philosophy this year. For the past year or so, say yes to everything. Right. 90% of it's not going to happen, so you're not overcommitting yourself. 90% of the time, people say, hey, do this with me, and you say yes, and they never come through. And of course. You didn't say no. You weren't the guy that dropped the ball. Exactly. So I say yes to everything. It's only a yeah, philosophy. Sure. I get it. Why not? He lives in North Carolina at the time. We'll probably email riffs to each other for two weeks, and then, you know, it'll fizzle and whatever. Right. And the next morning, I come in. I think I had written a song, Carlos might have written a song the next day, and he sends it to me, and I walk in, and I'm talking to Ed, and I'm like, yeah, this kid Carlos, you know, we've been, we've been uh, messing around, trading riffs, and he's like, is he straight edge? <laughs> yep. He's like, you know I'm singing for this, right? And I'm like, 
<laughs> sure, why not? And then yeah. within you know a couple hours, we had the full band. And yeah. it was nice. Why Locked was, Inside? Locked Inside is about a lot of different things. At the core, in the simplest way, it means I have these feelings, these beliefs, a whole outlook on life. That is never going to leave me. It's going to stay with me forever. Okay. It's locked inside. Okay. It's a double entendre, though. The other... A who? It's a double... It's a... It's a I know, but you said it with a little, little something there. Well, I'm a schmuck. I know. Um, <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> no, it's a, it's a double meaning. The other side is, man, I got all this shit right. that I want to say. I got, I got to get it off my mind. And, you know, it's locked inside. I want to let it out. Sure. You know, because... Hardcore for me has always been about release. Right. Positive energy. Yeah. Maybe some anger. Well, you know, yeah. You know. I always looked at it. It's, it's, it's a positive way to release negative energy. That's very well said. I say that all the time. Yeah. Like, I could be in the middle of a pit, or I could be singing lyrics to something, like, and I'll have, like, my old boss in the back of my head. Yeah. And how much I fucking hated today because of that jerk-off. Right. But I'll be fucking... Screaming madball lyrics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and you know, it's it's instead of me going out and fucking being a violent asshole on the right. street, mm-hmm. I can yeah. actually get off this negative shit off my chest in a positive way amongst friends. Yeah, and then I can I can kick my friend in the head, and they don't take offense to it because right. I didn't really mean to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. you know, absolutely. So right. <laughs> that that is the the meaning behind the name. It's funny how it came about because. We had formed, you know, it's 2019, we had formed the group chat, you know, talking about what we're going to do. And I think Gerardo, our bass player, said, have you thought about a name? He said, I always, you know, I've always had these feelings that I I wanted to express, and I've had this locked inside. Uh, What about locked inside? Yeah. I love it. I designed a logo that day. There you go. You know what I mean? And we're off to the races. When Search was coming up with our name, we fucking went back and forth. Over and over, the name after name after name after name, and then it turns out there's already another band called Search from like I don't know somewhere from Asia, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the name came about very naturally. I love the name, honestly. Yeah, I love the logo. Awesome. It's a good name. I gotta say, I, I, cats and dogs, me and him, cats and dogs, we fucking hate each other as much as very, like, like. Family, right. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, yeah, yeah. brother. Right. But I'll tell you what, <laughs> the, lo- the logo, the, 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 the artwork, this guy can design. Right. He can Would design his ass Would off. Start? He's, yeah, you know. Would you start? You've <laughs> <laughs> also you, never man. heard a human being speak like this. <laughs> there are Ed-isms. Okay. There are so many twisted colloquial phrases just changed into... It's an exposure of the psyche. Okay. There's things going on up there that none of us will ever understand. Well, I'm doing an impression of a normal person. I hope it's... Uh, See, what, what it is... It's yeah, you have no idea. It's, he's a psycho. It's, it's entertainment purposes for That's me. It. That's it. That's yeah. it. He's entertaining himself. Yeah. I entertain myself In a very scary way. I see him interact with people in stores. We go buy food. You know, we go to the, the Japanese deli, and I watch him entertain himself. Yeah. And the way he speaks to these people, yes. freaking them out. Yes. They're sitting there. They're, they're looking at him like he's, I completely he's insane, get it. And it, it goes on all day, and there's no off switch. And it's not... I know that it's not a performance for anyone else but you himself. Know, you would think for, for, for I me... I get it. You would think certain people, you're like, yeah, he's doing this to make me laugh. 
I know that he does this when he's oh, by himself. Right. I know that he does. Right. You can see it because it's just so ingrained. Right. But, like, um, I'll be like on the phone with my girl, and, I, and I'll be saying all this shit, and she, and and like she'd be laughing, and she'd be like, "You're just so like you." But I'm doing it mostly for yourself, for myself. I make myself laugh, and she's like, "Listen, I'm going to teach now. Like, I, I can't." Is I she can't. a teacher? She's a, a fitness teacher. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, she's she, yeah, she's like. So is her drummer. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah he's got his own gym. He's, he's, yeah. he's at Columbia right now yeah. studying uh, nutrition, I believe. Yeah. It's yeah. even even like my daughter. Like, she'll look at me. Like, she, she like, no-sells me. Like, she, it's like I'll be like, Bob, I'll be... And she just looks at me. She's like... At this point, she's like, that's just, that's just him. Like, yeah, he's, yeah. Just, he's just saying this shit to amuse himself. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm over is, it, Dad. My, my wife is totally over it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't know how she feels. But you constantly do it because it's for you anyway. But you do it for you constantly. 24 hours a day. That's it. Sometimes I'm just saying, like, you know, listen, listen, I get it. Yeah. I'm just I'm constantly doing the same nonsense constantly. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get through life somehow. Right? You do. Listen, if I'm gonna be the guy that entertains myself, I get me. Yeah, so, me too. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Who else is playing on this show at the A7 on December oh, 15th? It's a big lineup. It's oh, a big man. lineup. Well, but word around the campfire is that 64 dropped off. Yeah, yes, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. I'll let you go feel that. Well, see, I, I, have yeah. place, I have friends in high places. Apparently. I heard these um, things. Yeah, unfortunately, there was a family commitment that Mark has. He's Listen, not going to be able to family make Family, even how cliche it sounds, but family absolutely comes first. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean... All right, let me, let me uh, say the line up here. From, from the opening band to the headline. In no particular order, because I, I designed the flyer, I think, in order, but I don't want to... All right. All right. This band called Slashers okay. is opening, um, I believe. And I checked them out. Very cool, like, skate-based rock and roll stuff. I really dug it. Okay. This band called Butterbrain, 64, dropped the ball, so i got to update the flyer. Motherfucker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love 64. That's 7-inch ribs. But comes. you don't love editing flyers, because I know I don't. You know what? I love doing this shit. Right. I, I, do, this is, this is, this I actually do, too. But I, th- I think my girl gets a little mad at me sometimes. She doesn't say it. Uh-huh. But I think she does because I do take a lot of time doing the yeah, shit that I do as well for this yeah. stuff. My girl gets mad at me if she wants to use the computer. Other than that, she's fine with me being occupied. Right. Um, Box inside. Uh, Ice Cold Killers. Awesome. From Long Island. Awesome. Yeah. So I used to play with Joe Intention for uh, a good number of years. Nice. Yeah, we did one record together. Shout to Joe um, to Mouth. Yeah. The drama. Yeah. And the Joe's legendary. The Joe's. He's a trip. Yeah. He, they, Ice Cold Killers played two of my shows. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Great guys. Great band. No yeah. one sounds like they did great. No. And Antidote. I mean, we'll talk about here. Come on, man. Antidote is yeah. headlining. So yeah. what a fucking honor. Yeah. I got to send another huge shout out to, to Drew Stone. One, for letting us be a part of such a cool thing. And two, for just doing this, period. Yeah. He's created such a cool yeah. little carve out yeah. of a scene that is just so authentic. It it's is. A, it's, it's a great venue. Yes, yeah. it's, it's it's a nice tight space. Yeah, so it always feels full, and it feels yeah. the energy is just there. There's a great following of people there. Yeah, I mean, A Seven Mosh Crew. There's yeah. this, there's the A Seven Mosh Crew. There's these younger kids. There's also people that I've been seeing for twenty six yeah, years, twenty seven years at shows. Um, you know, it, it's free. Yeah. The show is free. Yeah. The bands are fed. Sunday night. You know, I mean, by the way, you're not going to do anything better. Or if you could get in, either way, you got to come out to the A7. 
December 15th. Just walk in. It's free. Support New York Hardcore. Support what time of doors? Doing. Doors are at 2, I okay. believe. Um, also, huge shout-out to Not Like You Records. Mike okay. and Not Like You for... Uh, He's going to be putting out our 7-inch. It's going to be our record release show. Awesome. We're going to do special covers, special shirts for that show. Super limited because it's a small space. Absolutely. Small band, yeah. frankly. Yeah. Um, so We're going to make five or six shirts. Yeah. And uh, give six a boy. Of them all. No, of course. We'll, we'll be wearing two of them. Yeah. It'll, be, it'll be cool, though. So. Might be a little chilly out. Yeah. <laughs> huge, huge thanks to uh, to Not Like You um, and that whole crew over there for, for putting out the 7-inch. Also, I don't want to wear it. I don't know if you're familiar with them. I've heard of it. Um, he's got like a cool T-shirt company. He's going to be doing um, something cool for us too for that show. A little um, minor threat play on words there. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally, totally. Too. He put out our um, cassette, a two-song cassette that went into the T-shirt pocket of a locked inside shirt, and the shirt served as the cover. Oh, very cool. Of the demo. Nice. He's, kids, he's a brilliant designer, super cool kid. He's going to actually come out to that show. Nice. So, really? Yeah. Oh, so I didn't. I, oh, yeah. We're going to together. together. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. be surprised he's if he's here from, from, from Spain. He lives Spain? in Switzerland. Switzerland. He's originally from Spain, I believe. He's coming from Switzerland to go to. Yeah, he's coming to Switzerland. I mean, to visit yeah. New York with his wife. Amazing, yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah, it's, it's shit like that is crazy. Like, like I've said it a few times. Like, I had Joe Hardcore on, and yeah. like, and shout like, out to Joe Hardcore too. Hands down, that the, the, the shit that him and Chris and his crew put together every year in and out in Philly amazing. is is, is oh, amazing. What a, what a amazing. It's ridiculous. But it's like one of my shows that I did. It was the second Veterans Benefit that I did, and nice. and Leeway headlined it. Oh, very cool. And. I know that, like, for the Black and Blue Bowl and the Soccer Bowl, people come from all over the world. Absolutely. They do. Yeah. And oh, yeah. it's a fact. Yeah. There's, like, plane loads of people from, like, Japan that come to this Soccer Yeah, sure. It's crazy. But, like, I'm at, like, this little rinky-dink shitty dive bar in Brooklyn for this benefit show. And all of a sudden, this guy comes over. I don't remember his name. Sorry. But he's like, hey, he talks with an accent. Fucking guy came all the way from Germany. Model. Wow. To Beautiful. this show. Just your veterans. Yeah. To see Leeway. Yeah. And then he looks to like give a donation and pay. I'm like, dude, you yeah, like, the, like, yeah. you know, real like, yeah, I could just say that. But if you stop and think about the planning and the money and everything that went into that guy coming to this show, yeah, you're talking oh, yeah. huge. Yeah. You're talking round trip plane tickets over the oh, ocean. Oh. You're talking hotels. You're talking taking off of work. You're talking about food. planning, food, everything, yeah. all to see a band play for an hour. Yeah. yeah. That's a and, 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 and you take 20 bucks out of your wallet to give me to get in the door. It's amazing. When it's like, I have really good friends of mine. Yo, we got a guest list. This is the at thing. A fucking at a benefit. Though. Like, no dick. Yeah. This, is, this, is, this is one of the things that... That, that right there can, is like a fucking beautiful thing, man. More, more than ever before in the past, you know, this year, I've noticed, you know, we were lucky enough to come up in New York. Yep. To have this, the, the yeah, epicenter. Right this is the epicenter of, of, of the, you know, a lot of the music we listen to. In the room that you're playing on December 15th is the, the birthplace. Is the birthplace. It's, the birthplace. Yeah. it's, it, it's incredible to be a part of that. Um, but it's, it's interesting to see what another level of dedication it takes All to be one of these people from another part of the world yeah. that just wants to, their life's goal is to come all the way around the world to come see something that we take very much for granted. It's yeah. part of our daily, you know, our every yeah. su- every yeah. Sunday we have this. You know, yeah. and it it gets a little bit. We get a little jaded. I think. I think yeah. we, we yeah, lose you know, yeah. sight and take you know, it for granted. 
Yeah. We do. I think we, I think we do. I think we, we yeah. lose sight of, of, you know, how important it is to a lot of people. Um, but that's... Well, I went to Canada to see Rush. I'm not afraid to look <laughs> right. But you know, what, you know what's crazy? It's like, I've never been to the Statue of Liberty. No, no, I've never, I've never been to somebody about that. I've never I been think to the Empire State Building. Me neither. I think I was at the Statue of Liberty once, and it was like on a second grade class trip. And that was like yeah. by no choice. I yeah. was talking to a friend of mine from Japan, how I love when people come from out of the country or even from out of state because it's such an excuse to do touristy stuff. Mm. Yeah. One of my favorite things to do is to go to the top of the Empire State Building, go to the Statue of Liberty, go to Ellis Island. I work now a few blocks away from it. I walk past it, I go to the hall, just go for work. And, I, yeah. and it's like, no, I just haven't been. I walk past it, I look at it, and I go, Jesus Christ, you know, in 19... What was the anniversary? There was an anniversary. anniversary. Yeah, I should know this. <laughs> it's got to be 84, maybe 85. They yeah. had this goddamn gorilla on the top. Oh, my God, it's incredible. Do you remember this? Yes. In I the 80s, my mother it. drove me into Manhattan to see this thing from the car. Right. And so I look at it. it, and I go, you know, I saw this thing from the car, when the th- and I've never been inside. Right. Oh, it's amazing. Me neither. I was in the lobby. It's beautiful, too. I went into the lobby at the, the Chrysler building because it's literally two blocks from where we work. Me, it's too. All, but uh, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on Vanderbilt. Yeah. It's all that Art Deco yeah. interior. It's, it's, it's gorgeous. I've never done so any of that. We work right next to the fucking Chrysler building, too. Right. I, 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 That's I, something that we were just talking Oh, I thought you were talking about the Empire State building. No, I just said the No, he switched lanes on you, bro. Oh, listen, I'm a little yeah, tired. I'm a little 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 tired. Wow. None of the banter. Good stuff. By the way, we work by the Chrysler Building. So, uh, have you ever been to the Empire State Building from your car? Jesus. Wow. Yeah. So, no, but it's crazy. It's like back to the A7. It's like I did, it was a while back, I did five episodes in a row of members of bands that came up first wave. Wow. Played the A7. That's awesome. Like yeah. Paul Cripple, Reagan Youth, yeah. oh, man. Johnny Waste, yeah. uh, John Watson, Ooh, sure. Rob Kabula, and holy shit, and, and um, Ralphie G from the Mall. Nice. Okay. Yeah, it was like five in a row, first wave, A7 awesome. people. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's, it's insane. You really think about it. And even back then, it's like now you think about it. Oh, the, this whole New York hardcore scene. No, 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 no. There was like 30 kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There was like 30 kids from broken sure. homes, this, that, runaways, this and that. Sure. Uh-huh. And back in early, like 1981, when the Lower East Side was nowhere near how it is now. Starbucks wasn't quite there yet. There was no <laughs> such thing as a Starbucks. It was burnt out buildings and gangs yeah. and drugs. Yeah. Yeah. And he is a group of misfits going on the trains and coming from all the way. Like, Mike Judge was traveling from fucking Jersey Jersey, all the way down to this place because it was somewhere where he fit in. And amongst these people, like, maybe 30 to 50 people at the very most. And shows would start at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. 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 I've read Right. Yeah. I read about oh, who went on at 6 a.m. Oh, oh, several bands. Like, like fucking course you know, for a long time. Like, yeah. 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 Yeah, going on at I actually, yeah. I was lucky enough to work on. Um, because what else is there to do? You're living in squats. Yeah. Yeah. You have no time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there's no, there's no such thing as time. No. 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 There's no sleep. There's no time. Right. I worked on. Um, uh, so I'm a photo retoucher. Okay. Uh, and I worked on. 
the photos for the somewhere below 14th and East book that Ray Parada just put yes. out. Um, I mean, just digging through those files. Holy shit. Seeing, you know, Jimmy Gustavo DJing in the mop closet at A7. Seeing, you know, stuff Nuts. like that. I mean, this stuff blew my mind. To be yeah. able to, it, it's like a time capsule. Because, yeah. you know, you read about it and you hear about it. But then, you know, this, this there were a lot of things in there that I got to see there. And just, wow. Yeah. And I mean... And, yeah, it's Look at a, what a tiny little thing this was. From that, something so tiny, and then you go onto YouTube, and you just type in, like, the most recent, like, Agnostic Front at a festival, and they're playing yeah. for the 70,000 people in there. Awesome. They're playing at the yeah. Wells Fargo Center. It's, they're going to be playing with the Misfits. Yeah, playing with the Misfits. Hockey arena. And, and, going to, and good for them. Yeah, they absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. they deserve it. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, this guy was kind enough to say that I'm a good designer, which I appreciate. When you look at that somewhere beneath, what is it? The photos so below 14th and East. That. The photos look the way they do because this motherfucker worked oh. his ass off on him. Cleaned them up. Now this guy can retouch. No, no. 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 They're clean. They're clean. They look good. <laughs> but no, it's, good. It's, it's just wild because it, there's so much material in there that, that just, I mean, Dave Vanian and his wife at the Ukrainian Hall <laughs> watching the Misfits awesome. in 82. I bring yeah. it up constantly. Like, it's it, so it, cool, it, it's yeah. so cool to yeah. see some of that stuff and, and minor thread at, at great Gildersleeves. Yeah. You know, stuff that. It's legendary shit. I wish it was in the book SSD at A7. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. I refuse to play at A7 without covering an SSD song. Okay. Just, just an honor. Those what, do you, what, do you, what do you usually cover? Well, we played there once and we covered Get It Away. Okay. Which is my favorite SSD song. Okay. We are going to cover. Well, I'm not, it'll be a surprise. But it's gonna yeah. be, it's gonna, we, got we, we, we got something up our sleeves for. Boiling Point is usually the go to. That's a great fucking song. Oh, I love that fucking That's song. That's a great fucking song. It's a fucking great it's an angry point. song, dude. Boiling Over. Boiling Over. It's not what we're playing. Okay. But, hey, listen, I can tell you. I ran, all I did was run it up, I ran it up the flagpole. You didn't salute it. That's fine. All I'm gonna tell you is I'm not singing. <laughs> You're not singing. Somebody else is singing. That's, That's right. all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, don't be surprised if Antidote does their two minor threat covers. Oh, I'll be up That'll be great. That'll be great. They usually do. Filler and I don't want to hear it. Nothing wrong with that, man. Nothing wrong with that. I, I mean, seeing see the, the, these songs in a place with that history, it's just so cool. It makes you know? it makes it that. I much actually, uh, the first time I was there, you know, I know it's been a, it's been around a long time. My first time with there was a, about a year ago, um, but at, it was actually uh, Todd Youth's memorial. Mm. Who actually, yesterday was, yesterday the, was uh, a year. the anniversary. I can't believe it's over. Um, it's crazy. Jesus Christ! Uh, but. I went to the memorial there, and I got to see Jesse Mallon yeah. do "Can't Throw Your Arms Around Our Memory," and I'm just like, I mean, what a what a what a fucking thing this is to see him doing that song in this place, yeah. and then uh, you know, Gary and uh, uh, Doctor No and HR got up and did uh, some of the some of the reggae stuff. And yeah, it was. To see that in that place, I mean, there's no better tribute for no. for, for, for for anybody. Yeah. Right, but um. Yeah, what a what a thing. When we're when we're playing there, I turn around and see that plaque on the wall. I'm like, man, I have no right to be on this. Well, yeah. it's not even a stage. I have no right to be in this room. This, right. I mean, th- that yeah. you're talking about hallowed halls yeah. Yeah. of our thing. Yeah, yeah. It, goes in uh, it doesn't. It doesn't get any better. He you whispered know? that like the mic didn't uh-huh. pick it up. you know what's also cool. awesome about that? that you, like you just said, our thing. Yeah. It's it's some people that listen to this. Aren't necessarily so much into hardcore. No, you know what I mean. Might be, but some people will never get it. Yeah, yeah. 
And you have to be there and understand the history and come up with it and feel it. It's not something. It's it's. Which, by the way, transcends age. It absolutely There's does. There's a 12-year-old oh, yeah. kid out there who is just as hardcore yeah. as anybody else. You yeah, know what I mean? It, it, it's, the, it's the, you know, it's the grasping onto, oh, I like these bands. They're, you know, this shit sounds hard. Uh, fucking, and they last for, you know, six years. Mm-hmm. You get what you get out of it. That's fine. But then there's the people that, like, I mean, I see him. I see Tim Gordo. <laughs> I'm a history major. I have never, ever delved into history and studied things the way... I mean, these guys know about the fucking tags and the t-shirts. That is true. They can tell you about the stitching pattern in the goddamn sleeve of the, of the you know, the Youth of Today shirt from whatever show. Right. Like, it's it gets deep. Uh, it, it gets deep. It, it, it might be a little sick, but it's uh, that's fine. It's, but that's fine. But there, there's it's, not it's a fine. disorder. There's it's a fun. veneration of of it's the, his, of the history, yeah. and, and it just it's like to see something that's that important to somebody, you know, it, it's it's intense, right. and, and you see that in this, and that's why it's our thing. You yeah, know? it's 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 more than just uh, a couple bands that you might be into for a few months or a few right. years, or and it can be like the person that shits on it, blah blah. All right, so. But what are you interested in? What do you know a lot about? Like, what's yeah. your fucking Somebody hobby passion? Okay. Yeah, cool. absolutely. Do your thing. Yeah, yeah people, you know people I mean? are going to like their own, you know. I yeah. mean, hey, watch two and a half Because that's probably what they're going to do. Right. Just watch some They might watch that. Right. Hey, you might be really into fucking tools, you know? I, right. I have some vintage tools, that, uh, some vintage power tools that I'm like, man, just look at this. Look at the way they designed this to put the nut here so that you don't have the problem with... And, and, and that's cool, but this... This, this is, it's different. It's smaller. Yeah, it's ours. It's smaller. It's smaller. It's, yeah. it's ours. And, and, and there are people that put thought into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and that it's is something passion, I will, dude. I will it's, give to this guy over here. There's thought. There's a lot of, and I mean, it goes into being a designer. There's, right. yeah. there's every little detail is mm-hmm. considered, mm-hmm. Uh, which is, which is cool. It's yeah. cool to see that. You know, yeah. give an eye for detail. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I said this to you off mic too, but I said, "I'm like you, you, my friend, have some very strong design instincts yourself." Yeah, my little yeah, Photoshop that flyer. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, yeah. you, you I thought I designed the flyer." That, yeah. That, uh, yeah, you can tell that you I actually put thought into it too. Which I did. Cool. I, yeah. I, I, I mean, the, the, the images that you sent me, I'm like, okay, I'm like. This one's a little too crazy for my style of how I yeah, do it. Sure, sure. It's minimalist, but some, I mean, some of them have more things to it. But mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 what I get and how I can make everything. You know, everything has to be kind of even and centered, and I'm very calm like that. You know. No problem. Oh wow! I didn't realize. Oh, not me either. Well, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought he was gonna come and sit down. Of, all, of all the places, I thought he was gonna come and sit down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess this, this apartment must be right upstairs. It could be. You know? Who knows? That's, that's it. Hmm? Interesting. Guy's got a great restaurant right downstairs. Hey. By the way, shout out to Joy. Uh, Joy Curry and Tender. Yeah. Yes, that's where we are right now. Years. Just rips. Okay. Yeah. Nice and quiet up here. Yeah, I'm, that's a, good. I'm a big fan of. Uh, I mean, listen, I can schmooze all night. I don't want to. I don't want to drone. Right. Yeah. So, I hear you. God bless. Where can people find Locked Inside? We you are, don't have a Facebook page. Do you? you know what it is? Work, like the Facebook, 
Facebook that work? Make a group. Just make a group. All right, I'll, I'll make a Facebook. But I, I, you I don't just, do it because I said it. No, no. And but Facebook. This, this guy hates. He comes in. <laughs> I hate Facebook. I hate Facebook. I this, do too. This is. But a, it's a necessary evil. I know. I know. Out. This I is know. A, a young person's viewpoint coming from a very old person. But he comes in. He does it almost every day. He comes into work. Forty fucking minutes late. Well, occasionally walks into the room that I sit in. Yeah, occasionally walks into the room that I'm in and goes, "Oh, look at the Facebook. What is it, 2008?" And I'm just like, "No, <laughs> I've been to work for way, forty minutes." And he's bragging about being to work, being at work for forty yeah. minutes. He's got Instagram on his phone and Facebook on well, his screen. Well, you know, at least I'm in this. I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be. Guitar on his screen. It's well, got a whole scene now. I mean, authentic. Uh, yes. <laughs> there's no, there's no weird boot like guitars and lockers. There's no boot like anything in lockers. But anyway, <laughs> check it out. We we can be found uh, on Bandcamp. We're yes. on Spotify, which I know the young people enjoy. Yes. We're on Apple Music. Okay. We're on every streaming service there is. The whole kit and caboodle. Okay. All right. And then the seven inch comes out in January. Okay. For a nice physical, you know. Right. Piece that. And we're on Instagram. Instagram Where? is uh, locked inside underscore new or NYCSE for New York City Straight Edge. Right. Awesome. This, let me make it very, very clear. This is a Straight Edge hardcore band. As long as this band exists, it will be a Straight Edge band. If one person stops being Straight Edge, they're out of the band. Um, that's what this band is about. Listen, conviction. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. Okay, cool. I'm not mad at it at all. I mean, all. you get into your 40s and... You Listen, just, I, I mean, respect it. I, whatever, you, whatever you choose to do makes you happy. You're not hurting nobody. Fucking We're open have to all, it. but this band represents... Have at it. So. I don't care yeah. if you eat a cow. I don't care if you eat hummus. I don't give a shit. You're cool with me. I'm cool with you. I am cool with you. That's I appreciate it. it for this opportunity. Anytime, man. Like I said, well, let's, let's make it happen. <laughs> Relax. We'll be here at 6.30. Three times a week. <laughs> We'll be on the show. Yeah, no, without a doubt, man, this was awesome. We're the house band. <laughs> be the house band. Listen, I'm, no, I'm thank I'm, you, man. I'm, I'm, it was super fun. I love Listen, it. I'm. Uh, I try to be as easygoing as I possibly can. You are. I can learn from you. Sit here and bo- don't 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 listen to me. Okay, that's over. Just don't don't. I have no respect. I have no. <laughs> I sit and I bullshit. It's I, great. You know. It's fun, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, man. Sit bullshit. You know, your little samosa. What what is this green stuff that's not mint? Uh, it's coriander chip. Okay, that. My next this name is a little, this is a little, uh, little Indian food knowledge going on here. All right, this Listen, guy. I don't know the, nothing about it. Real quick, you talk about the side hustle. This guy has got his own coffee company, Nautilus Coffee. Find Do on you? Instagram. Yeah. It's so so fucking plug your shit, man. Plug come on, shit. Come speak on. up. You sell all of a sudden he's going to be coy. Yeah. I do some stuff Wait, on the side. Funny, so, fresh. fresh. Uh, no, I do a couple things on the side. Like I, what? I have, can you? Can, so I have a coffee company, uh, Nautilus Roasting. Um, I do beans uh, for mail order. I do uh, farmers market where I serve cold brew, hot coffee stuff. Okay. Um, where can people find you and buy your shit? They can find me at nautilusroasting.com. Okay. And I've got my web store on there. And the um, farmers market's at Rockville Center. Okay. Farmers, come on out to Rockville Center, Farmers Market, beautiful Long Island, in Babylon, on Sundays at seven a.m. <laughs> yeah. It is a, it's a, it's at eight a.m. on Sundays in Babylon. Okay. Um, also in Babylon. Yeah, yeah. I do that. I, I uh, I'm a partner in a, an Indian restaurant in Astoria called Namaste. Okay. Um, we have a, a pretty decent vegan selection. I mean, I've never come across uh, an Indian place doing mock meats. Um, we do have, like, you know, you can get vindaloo chicken 
on chicken. Right. Um, I do that. What else do I do? Look I do. I, I do the. Uh, I look at Instagram a lot. <laughs> I have um, a, a little side thing with my girlfriend called the Perks Department. Okay. Uh, we promote um, punk punk rock flea markets. Okay. We do the Long Island Punk Flea. Okay. Amityville Music Hall. It's been a while. We're working on the next one. Okay. But we also do an event called the Great All Nighter, which is a little bit bigger. It's at um, Cinema Arts Center on Long Island, um, and it's another you know it's a punk rock flea market type thing. We came. We we just realized that a lot of our friends are you know creative people making things. They've got you know I've got a friend who does T-shirts. I've got another friend who makes toys. I've got another friend who. Sculpts, uh, you know, art, um, you know, figures. Just we, we just know all these people that do all these different things. I have a friend who has a button company, and he just makes the coolest buttons. He's got a um, Bella Lugosi, you know, candidacy button. Nice. Like that, you know? You got to um, that. I do. Fantastic. So we just, we, we realized we had all these friends that were doing this stuff. And we're out on Long Island, and there's not as much of a scene for creative pursuits as there is in the boroughs in Brooklyn you've got you know a lot of the, the different types of events and, and, and markets and things so we started doing that uh, a few years ago to try to shine a little bit of a spotlight on our friends so we're doing right. these things um, it's all an extension of hardcore it's yeah. all an extension of punk the DIY ethic the idea that you know I listened to a 7 inch in 1996 and I was like Man, this is great, and it really gets me psyched. But also, there's nothing on here that I can't play. Right. This is yeah. not, you know, Impossible. fucking Ingve Malmsteen. Like right. I can play this. I did. I just I'm yeah. gonna play along to this. And holy shit, I could be in a band. I yeah. could start a hardcore band. And it's the same thing. You, yeah. you know, I, I said, hey, I can start a coffee company. Yeah. I can do this. I can. We can put on our own uh, flea market. You know. And, and try to get a, a little bit of a spotlight on our friends and sure. help them do their thing in front of people because so many people were doing all these great creative and artistic things at home and nobody knew it was happening. So that's that's one of the things. Like like you say, you, you, you do uh, when you do the, the shows that benefits. You're trying to help other people out. Yeah. That's one of the things that we do where we're trying to like help out some of our friends that are you know. I have one friend who who started. Like a T-shirt slash merch kind of company, and he was he was having a tough time. Right. And we threw a couple of events, had him in it, and after the the one event, he said, "This went so good, I was on the verge of giving up." And it's been three years now; he's still going strong. Fucking so beautiful. That's that's at the end they of the day, that's a little bit of payoff. That's yeah. you know, I, I go to work. I get it. I, I make my money at work. Yeah, I do this shit. I, do, I say the like same thing. I have thing. a regular job. Yeah, I make my money at my job. Yeah, I do this shit for kicks. Yeah, for fun. I just you know I want to see everybody else thrive and be able to get their their little thing off the ground. By the way, speaking of not making money, Locked Inside is currently booking, working on finalizing the booking <laughs> for uh, a tour, mini tour, like a weekend three day thing. Okay, in January. Okay, to promote the seven inch. So keep your eyes open for that. Okay. Um, Probably be, uh, you know, in the general tri-state sure. area. We're still finalizing okay. details. Um, also, I am uh, about to announce a new business that I'm working on too. So much like Hugo, I got my my things that I'm uh, working on. He brought up merchandise. We'll we'll be announcing that soon. Just alive. 
What's that? Keeps us alive. Yeah, well, yeah, little Fugazi reference there. But anyway, um, yeah, man, but this this was awesome. We appreciate it. Awesome. And uh, can't wait to hear it. Yeah. yeah, well, drops, well, if you're listening to it, obviously it already dropped. <laughs> this, this coming Sunday at midnight. Beautiful. Every Sunday at midnight, new episode. Go to the Brooklyn Blast Furnace on Instagram, hit the link in the bio, you can find every platform right there, and that's it, I make it nice and kid-friendly. God bless you. That's Beautiful. it. Nice, easy, simple, in, out, done. Perfect. Thanks for your time, gentlemen. Thank, Thank you, you, brother. We're over here now. Oh, clear!